It is sometimes divided into four parts, and there are different sections within each of these four divisions. Originally, in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, the ocean is divided like the watery ocean, into east, west, north, and south, while the subsections within these different divisions are called waves. As in the ocean, there are always different waves, either on the eastern side, the western side, the northern side, or the southern side. So similarly, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu has different waves. In the first part, there are four waves, the first being a general description of devotional service. The second concerns the regulative principles for executing devotional service. And the third wave is devotional service in ecstasy. And the fourth is the ultimate goal, love of God. These will be explicitly described along with their different symptoms. The authorized description of bhakti or devotional service... Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, compared bhakti as a great ocean. So, when he was speaking before Rupa Goswami, he said uh, that it is just like an ocean, so I'll take a drop of it and you taste it and you'll understand what is this ocean. Just like a testing one drop of seawater, we can understand the taste of the whole ocean. Similarly, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu described a, a small portion of Bhakti Rasa Amrita Sindhu, Bhakti Rasa Amrita, Bhakti devotion service, there is a rasa, taste. And the taste is uh, amrita, eternal. Uh, here also we have got taste for any relationship. Just like we have got our relationship with master and servant. So this relationship is a perverted reflection of the real uh, master and servant. Here it is perverted because the master also does not love the servant and the servant also does not love the master. The servant serves the master so long there is payment. If the payment is stopped, then no more the servant will be available. Uh, but in the eternal world, the Krishna servant, uh, so that is eternal, uh, without any payment. Mamo janmani janmani sare bhavatad bhakti rahoituki. Ahoituki. The servants of God, or Krishna, they serve Krishna not for any material gain. Ahoituki. Therefore, this word is used. Ahoituki. Without any cause or motive. That is real bhakti. Therefore, this bhakti word uh, 
is applicable only in relationship with God or Krishna. In the material world, there cannot be any use of the word bhakti because here the so-called divorce and service is motivated. Uh, so this bhakti word is monopolized by Krishna and nobody else. Go on. The authorized description of bhakti for devotional service following in the footsteps of previous acharyas can be summarized in the following statement of Śrīla Rūpa Goswāmī. Quote, First-class devotional service is known by one's tendency to be fully engaged in Krishna consciousness, serving the Lord favorably. Unquote. Yes. Anna-vilāsitā sunnam jñāna-karmā-dhanābhritam anukullena krishnānu-silanam bhakti-uttava. This is the first statement of bhakti given by Srila Rupa Goswami. Uh, <coughs> first class devotional service is known by one's tendency to be fully engaged in Krishna consciousness, serving the Lord favorably, not unfavorably. Anukul pratikul. Anukulla sa sankalpa. Pratikullam vivarjana. Bhakti means we should simply accept what is favorable to Krishna. What is not favorable to Krishna, that we shall not accept. Just like Arjuna, in the beginning, he declined to fight. He was thinking favorable to his own senses that if I kill my brother, grandfather, nephews, those who are on the other side, they have come to fight with me, so I can kill them, I can own victory over them, but what is the profit? Uh, if my relatives, friends and all others die, then what is the use of my become victorious? That was his. That means he was thinking in his favor. Uh, Krishna wanted that you must fight. You are a Kshatriya. Uh, it is your duty to fight. You are my friend. If you go away, fly away from this battlefield, what people will say that Krishna's friend has gone so this is not good. Uh, so when he could not be convinced, then Krishna had to speak the whole Bhagavad-gītā. Then after hearing Bhagavad-gītā, Krishna inquired from John, what is your decision now? Are you going to fight or not? Uh, Arjun said, Yes, my illusion is over. Nasto moha sati lavdhya tat prasadena madhusudha. So, kari se Yes, I shall fight. So this is favorable to Krishna. Ah. So we have to see 
what is favorable to Krishna, not sense gratification, not favorable to me or to my country or to my society, no self-interest, only Krishna's interest. That is what. Ah, so by fighting, Arjun became a great devotee. Bhaktosi, Priyosi, me. Krishna certified that you are my greatest devotee. You are my very confidential friend. But what did he do? He did not read Vedanta philosophy. Uh, he was a grihastha, a king, uh, engaged in fighting. He knew how to fight only. He did not know what is Vedanta philosophy, but still he became a great devotee of Krishna, Bhaktoshi. So what is the criterion? The criterion is that he fought favorably. He did favorably to Krishna consciousness. That is described in the Chaitanya Chaitamrita. What is the difference between calm and uh, calm means lust and love. Calm and prem. Prem is love and karma is lust. It appears similar. In the material world, lust is going on in the name of love. A boy loves a girl. A girl loves a boy. But actually, the boy also wants sense gratification and the girls also want sense gratification. That is not love. As soon as there is any uh, difficulty and sense gratification, immediately there is divorce. So there is no love. Uh, there is only lust. In the material world, there is no love. Uh, Therefore, Chaitanya Chaitamrita Kar, the author of Chaitanya Chaitamrita, he has distinguished between love and lust. Uh, he says, Atmendriya Tipti Vancha Tarnam Kam. When you want to satisfy your senses, that is called lust. Krishnendriya Tipti Vancha Dhare Prem Nam. When you want to satisfy the senses of Krishna, oh, that is love. Just like Arjuna. In the beginning, he wanted to satisfy his own senses. I shall not fight, because if the other party, my brothers and grandfathers, they leave, I shall be happy. So that is calm, that is not prem. But when he agreed to fight, because Krishna wanted it. Nimitta matra bhavasabhasachin. So that is prem. So Krishna prem can be executed in so many ways. Simply Krishna should be satisfied. That is prem. That is Krishna consciousness. So at the present moment, Krishna in the Bhagavad-gītā, wanted 
So that is also sense enjoyment. Similarly, yogis, they also want power, material power. Anima-lakhima-siddhi, hasta-siddhi. So if you have some power, you can fly in the air, you can walk over the water, you can get anything you desire immediately. These are yoga-siddhis. So that is also satisfying own sense gratification. So, uh, except bhakti, uh, everything is for sense gratification. Uh, that is unfavorable. Krishna does not want to satisfy anyone's sense. That is not Krishna's business. Krishna is the supreme. He wants everyone to serve him. He is not going to serve anyone. That is Krishna's position. Uh, therefore, anyone who serves Krishna and preaches this philosophy to serve Krishna, that is favorable. Krishna uh, Go on. Generally, people are engaged in different activities to get some material profit. Well, most philosophers are engaged in proposing transcendental realization through volumes of word jugglery and speculation. Pure devotional service must always be free from such fruitive activities and philosophical speculations. One has to learn Krishna consciousness or pure devotional service. Yes, Gyan Karma Dhanabritam. Pure devotional service should be uncovered by the motive of nidved brahmanusanna, uh, the motive of karma and motive of jnana. Uh, that is pure devotional service. No motive. Annabilasetasunnam jnana karma dhanam anukullena krishna anusilanam. Simply to do things which Krishna wants to do. Uh, that is bhakti. That is pure bhakti. Uh, one. one has to learn Krishna consciousness through devotional service from the authorities by spontaneous loving service. Spontaneous. This service should be spontaneous, <coughs> not force. Just like a father loves his son spontaneously, a young man likes to love a young girl spontaneously. So bhakti should be like that. As soon as uh, one hears the name of Krishna, uh, immediately, spontaneously, he should be ready to serve him. That is pure devotion. Uh, not that force. In the beginning, we have to force uh, that you rise early in the morning. There is Mangalaratri. You have to perform it. But when this function will be done spontaneously, oh, this is the time to offer Mangalartik to my Lord. That is wanted. Uh, that is wanted. Not that uh, it is a heavy burden to rise early in the morning and to offer Mangalartik. That is not spontaneous. But one has to act uh, under the direction of spiritual master and shastra, which is called vidhi bhakti regulative devotional service. So after one being trained 
in regulative devotional service, he comes to the platform of spontaneous uh, service. We have got an example in this connection. Formerly, uh, there was child marriage. Uh, boys and girls were married at the age of uh, 10 years, 12 years. Uh, so at that time, there was no practically love. But the guardians, they induced the girl to go and offer her husband some eatables, uh, to give her some service. In this way, that was just like regulate. But when they actually come in the platform or attraction, there is no need of direction. So, this spontaneous love, when spontaneously we shall serve Krishna, uh, without any obligation, without any force, that is required. Uh, spontaneous love. Raga Marga. One. This devotional service is a sort of cultivation. It is not simply inaction for people who like to be inactive or devote their time to silent meditation. There are many different methods for people who want this, but cultivation of Krishna consciousness is different. The particular word used by Srila Rupa Goswami in this connection is anushilana, cultivation by following the predecessor teachers or acharyas. As, as soon as we say cultivation, we must refer to activity. Without activity, consciousness alone cannot help us. Yes. People say that inactivity, silence, uh, that is perfection. But no, in bhakti, cultivation, there is no such thing, silence. All is active. And the same example can be given that Arjun, Arjun became devotee not by silence, but by being active. Uh, activity, spontaneous activity. Uh, I have to do this. My Lord will be pleased. So I have to do this. Activity. But if I have no idea what is Lord, what does He want, how He is pleased, if we do not know all these things, naturally there will be no activity. But one who knows what is this law, what does he want, what is my relationship with him, then there is activity. Uh, so actually that bhakti, bhakti is not silence. Bhakti is activity. Uh, just like uh, Personally, up to seventy years, I was practically doing nothing. But at the age of seventy years, by the grace of God, Krishna, there was inspiration. I went to a Western country, not to sit down there silent. Uh, so bhakti, the path of bhakti, is not inactivity. Actual activity begins when one is situated on devotional service. It is explained in the Bhagavad-gītā, Brahma-bhūta-prasannātma. 
when one is brahma bhuta self realize he is prasannatma joyful anandamaya brahma bhuta prasannatma na sochati na kankhati he has no desire to fulfill uh, uh, neither he has lamentation here in the material world we hanker after things which we do not possess i want this i want that and we cry when the th- thing is lost na sochati but a brahma bhuta when one is self realized when when one knows that he is not this body his spirit soul is part and parcel of brahma at that time he becomes joyful ब्रह्मभूत प्रसन्नात्मा न सोचती न काम समर्वेशु भूतेशु एंड ही सीज एवरी वन ऑन द इक्वल फोटिंग बिकॉज ब्रह्म रियलाइज ही नॉज एवरी वन इज नॉट दिस बॉडी ही स्पिरिट सोल पार्ट एंड पार्सल ऑफ सुप्रीम ब्रह्म दिस पोजिशन वेन वन कम्स टू दिस पोजिशन ब्रह्मभूत स्टेट मद भक्ति लभते परा that is the stage to be promoted to the brahma activity they need be says impersonalist they want to stop activity but actually bhagwan krishna says that real activity begins when one is self realized one is situated in brahma realization brahma realization does not mean to stop ah brahma realization means to act for krishna not for sense gratification that is brahma realization mad bhakti labate param ah and in that bhakti stage bhaktam avijanati javan jashami tat actually simply by executing devotional service being freed from all material contamination when one is engaged in devotional service bhakti that process bhakti process can help one to understand what is god bhaktyamam abhijanati ah it is not said that by karma karma namam abhijanati no gyanena mam abhijanati Vijanati, tattata. If one wants to know God in truth, then he must take to devotional service, and this devotional service, actual devotional service, begins when one is Brahma realized. Ah, so one may argue: Does it mean that all the bhaktas we see they are not even educated? how he has realized brahma ah that answer is given in the bhagavad gita that marchabya vicharini bhakti yogena ja sevate sagunan samatit itan brahma bhuyaya kalpate this very platform of serving krishna of vicharini without any adulteration means without any moti when one is engaged in krishna service without any motive not that uh, i establish a deity in the temple 
with a motive that people will come, will give money, and I shall make it a uh, path of uh, earning my livelihood. Uh, that is not devotion. Uh, devotion is without any motive. Annavilasitasuna. So, without any motive, when one is engaged in devotional service, that is Brahmabhuta stage. That is liberated stage. According to Bhagavad, liberation, mukti means to be situated in one's constitutional position. That is called mukti. Ah. Mukti hitya anatharupam sarupena avasthi. Hitya anatharupam. Now, because we are designated, we have got this body designation. Therefore, we are situated in different positions. Somebody is working for his family. Somebody is working for his community. Somebody is working for his nation. Eh? But this is anathārupam. This is depending on the bodily designation. I am American. I am Indian. Therefore, I must sacrifice everything for my country, for my nation. Uh, uh, this is anathārupam. And when we engage ourselves that I am Krishna's part and parcel, Krishna is my master, I am his eternal servant, I must work for Krishna. Uh, that is mukti. That is liberation. So anyone who is working for spreading Krishna consciousness, uh, he has no other motive than to satisfy Krishna. He has no other motive than to satisfy the representative of Krishna. Therefore, they are hitya uh, anathārupa. These European-American boys, uh, they are working for Krishna. It is practical. They are not working for their community, country, or nation. Uh, neither Krishna is their God, according to uh, common understanding. In the dictionary it is said, Krishna is Hindu God. But they are not working for Hindu God. They are working for Krishna. Uh, Krishna says, that sarvajoni shukantya sammavanti murtaya tasang mahajjani brahma hang vidupidu. They are understood, this philosophy, that Krishna is neither Indian nor Hindu or this or that. Krishna is supreme personality of Godhead. He is father of everyone. They have understood in this spirit. Therefore they are working for Krishna without any motive. This is practical, not only Europe and everywhere, everywhere, all over the world. Why? Because Krishna consciousness is there in everybody. Nitya Siddha Krishna Bhakti, this devotional service of Krishna is dormant in everyone. It is. It has to be awakened, that's all. Savanādi Shuddha Chitte Karayuda, simply by hearing. Sannathāṅ-sakatā-kṛṣṇa-punna-sravana-kīrtana. Uh, if you simply hear Bhagavad-gītā, Śrīmad-bhāgavatam, 
from the representative of Krishna, that's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu directed Bhagavat Paragya Bhagavata Sthan. One should hear about Bhagavat from the devotee. There are two kinds of Bhagavat, the book Bhagavata and the person Bhagavat. So we have to relish the uh, um, Srimad Bhagavatam, the contents of Srimad Bhagavatam from a devotee who self-realized. Uh, then it will be very nice. Satang prasangat mumabhija sangvida bhavantiritkarna rasayana katha. When you hear about Krishna from a Krishna devotee, it becomes very pleasing to the ear and the heart. Ritkarna rasayana katha. Therefore, to become Krishna conscious, to become a devotee of Krishna, tadvigyanatham sa guru meva vigacet, tadviddhi pranipatena pariprasnena sivaya. This is the process. So, this Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu is the science of devotional service. If one wants to become a devotee of Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, when we speak of Krishna, Krishna means all Vishnu forms, all Vishnu forms, Ramadi Murti Sukala Niyamena Tishthan, Nana Avatara Makarat Bhuvani Sukintu. Krishna Sayam Samabhavat Paramapumanaj. All incarnations, uh, they are also Krishna, expansion of Krishna. Uh, but Krishna, this Krishna, personality of God Krishna, He is the Supreme Person. Ishara Parama Krishna. Uh, so these things are explained uh, in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu as they are in the Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam. The summary, the juice of Srimad Bhagavatam Bhagavad Gita devotional service is given in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, who we have translated this book as nectar of devotion. And you will be pleased to hear that in some of the universities in USA, this book has been recommended as study book in the religious class. Uh, they are now reading regularly. Oh, we shall stop now. It is dark. There is no light. Hare Krishna. Thank you.